and welcome to Tea Break Film Reviews, where we drink tea and talk about films. My name's Michelle, and I'm here with fellow film buff Victoria, and today we are going to be talking about Tar, directed by Todd Field and nominated for six Academy Awards this year, including Best Picture. It stars the ever-magnificent Kate Blanchett as Lydia Tar, a renowned composer-conductor who, essentially, gets cancelled. Let's start with with what happens to Lydia. So what did you think about the character and what she goes through? She's very well spoken. <laughs> She's very eloquent. All of that. All of the good stuff. Yes. And Kate Blanchett does a wonderful job. The way that it's set up in the movie, it's it's hard for her not to win with this part. You know what I mean? Yes. Well, she the thing is, she is the film. The reason I think this film is nominated for best picture i don't think it will win but we'll get to that once we do our predictions the reason i think it's nominated is most probably for that scene where she's teaching the class and she's having a conversation with the uh young composer max mm-hmm. because i think in that scene is where the most controversial certainly but also the most thought-provoking dialogue was given. Specifically, the thing she says, don't be so eager to be offended. Yeah. That hit me right in the chest, because I'm thinking that's a great summary of how we consume social media right now, how we consume each other's thoughts, Mm -hmm. and being eager to remove someone for a single mistake and not accept an apology. Yeah. And so uh, that line really made me appreciate her as someone reflecting on a new generation. The, the it's film... a wonderful conversation starter yeah. about whether we should hold history in the same regard as present day, mm-hmm. I guess. And also how to separate art from the artist. What if they yeah. create a piece of artwork that saves someone potentially art is so subjective and so when you look at it and that whole conversation with max once again she says the problem with enrolling yourself as an ultrasonic epistemic dissident is that if bach's talent can be reduced to his gender birth country religion sexuality and so on then so can yours it makes you really think about especially when she asks him how would he like to be judged by the same parameters she is trying to just make him question whether not performing Bach is beneficial to him or not you know that's Mm -hmm. the she's just trying to make him a better composer and I understood that from her teaching Mm -hmm. perspective I I took it as her trying to point out that there might be some valuable knowledge in this piece Mm -hmm. in these pieces of music that this 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 person just made the mm-hmm. person doesn't sully the product yeah i guess when you have that conversation and bring up these questions it's fascinating yeah and absolutely. it's a good platform to do it in a film because some of these scenes will lend themselves to being viral but they might have the exact negative effect that mm-hmm. lydia talks about people being yeah, eager because it's to all be about offended. perception yeah yeah it's all about perception and the way that you are consumed at that mm-hmm. moment. It's not about whether you are a good or a bad person. It's whatever 
content reaches the audience mm -hmm. is whether you're a good or bad person these days and it's 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 a minefield it's absolutely a minefield <laughs> i said uh i wish i could live life with the ferocity of tar in that fight scene mm -hmm. i wish i could have that uh, that gumption because <laughs> damn she comes through there like a blaze of fire absolutely they they do well to make us hate her and love her. Yeah, because the accordion scene, mm -hmm. that's that's one of my favorite scenes. I have two favorite scenes. There's the accordion scene. Yeah. And then the fight scene. <laughs> I understand. Because she uh. is obviously human. And she makes yeah. mistakes. She's obviously worked very hard to reach the heights she has in her career. But she also seems stuck in the way she thinks it should be. Mm -hmm. She acts awful to some people, and she's kind of okay to other people. She is very much in this gray area. The parts of her we see, and the, the scenes that she was placed into, apart from, like you said, the accordion in her, like, in her own apartment, there was a mm -hmm. lot of character development which I think lent itself to that duality yeah. that they were trying to show. That was great. But there was a yeah. lot of other moments that just didn't feel necessary. I enjoyed how she hears things because part of her job is hearing things. Yeah. Yet, it led to nothing. Her... Yeah, was she going insane? Was she not going insane? Is she insane? And somehow she's like She's running it... after that scream and everything, right? Yeah. I felt like the story was kind of a little convoluted at times. I don't know if it was mm -hmm. just me. It's not just you. I think it was a tad convoluted. I think most of the time I wasn't sure why I was being shown something. Yeah, yeah. There's all questions and we don't really get any answers. I couldn't distinguish any, like, like really many days passing. Like, it, it, it got very confusing how many days had it passed. Did, yeah in the movie it's like had it been a day no it couldn't have been just a day and it's kind of like the composition of like the buildings and everything it's all the same like the concrete walls and the concrete mm -hmm. house and the very industrial feeling things it was very set in that mood it really made it feel more bland there, there can be an argument made about how the setting reflects her character, it reflects what's going on, it reflects the conversations. Quite a suffocating space, yet the film was so dragged out, you know? Like, yeah. I think, I guess what we're talking about is a mismatch, a constant mismatch between mm -hmm. the intention, the character, and yeah. what we're actually being shown, and the pace at which we're being shown mm -hmm. it. It's like, you want this character to get her comeuppance mm -hmm. this whole time, and then when she finally does, it feels completely unresolved still, somehow. Yes. My biggest complaint about this movie mm -hmm. is that the audio for the voices were so low while the music was so high. It's like, blast your eardrums out. That's a fair point. There's actually an interesting Vox video that was released recently about why we can't hear anything anymore. I would highly recommend it. And the whole point okay. of the Vox video, in summary, is to say that films are mixed for the amount of speakers you have in a cinema so in a cinema you can't yeah. hear everything clearly when they compress that down to be played through speakers or to be played through your tv through like the back speakers where it's reflecting off walls and stuff you can't mm -hmm. hear anything 
like the sound is drowned out. And which begs the question why they haven't tried to figure out a way to not have this horrible experience at home. I did not experience the same thing as you because I was in a cinema. But yeah. it's a good point because it really affects the way you feel about a film. Yeah, absolutely. That's why I felt lost so much at the time mm -hmm. is I didn't want to keep on turning my volume up just to get into the conversation, just to get yelled at a few seconds later. <laughs> I don't think I would have had the patience for this film at home, especially with that opening. Having to sit yeah. through Four literally minutes. an interview. No, her. no, not even that. The opening credits are four minutes oh, of black right, screen yes. and white text. That was an interesting decision. In some movies, it's okay. If it's interactive, it's okay. But if it's going to be a black screen, white text, nothing else happening, you need to do, you, you need to do something or put it at the end. It's you, you super can't, difficult. You can't just do that anymore. The first half an hour of the film is very difficult to get through. And that's it often a problem. two and a half hours. It's often a problem for many modern films. Yes. Way too long, not enough is happening. There have been a lot of films coming out that are like two and a half, three hours. I just watched another film last night that was three hours. It's excessive. It is. It's excessive. Especially for this film. Because it's about her. And then my next note says, did anyone ask the question, why are we making this movie? <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, a good and question. Then, I, and I think yeah. the answer is to comment on the growing separation between the generations. I think it's a very modern film in terms of mm -hmm. the topics it discusses. Yeah, absolutely. But it's it's a, it's a conversation starter as it should be. Yes, it is it's a great conversation starter and I will give it that. Mm -hmm. But it no matter how modern the subject matter is, it somehow manages to be too old-fashioned in its presentation, like those opening credits. You want a wide range of ages to watch this. Yet, yeah. you're completely going to lose the people who don't have the attention span for this. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's a weird mix. She can be in the grey area, but the scenes in which we see her should be in the black and the white, you know? Mm -hmm. so, that yeah. it, so that we are sat there trying to figure out which one she applies yeah, to. We are is she judge. good? Is she bad? But don't give yeah. us just the grey, because that just makes yeah. it boring. Well... Yeah. That was Thanks. that was our discussion on Tar. We hope you enjoyed it. Thank you for joining us. And of course, if you have any feedback, pop it in the comments. We're still new at this. Yeah. We're still learning, and we would love to know what you. Yell think. at me. <laughs> Bye. -bye. Bye.